0: Coming up, what an excellent day for The History of the Devil, Part 21. Folks, and welcome to another episode of The Exorcist Minute, a show where we normally examine, extrapolate, and excavate the Exorcist minute by terrifying minute. My name is Lester Ryan Clark. And I'm Keenan Dias. And we are still your holy guides on this journey through the history of the devil. And today we are covering book eight of John Milton's epic poem Paradise Lost. Last time you'll remember everything everywhere happened, and it was instantaneous, so it happened all at once.
1: <laughs> leaving us
0: to ponder. Is chaos the bagel? (laughs) Does God have hot dog fingers? Someone already has to have done that, right? Like the birth of man, the creation of Adam by Michelangelo, right? In the Sistine Chapel with hot dog (laughs) fingers. Let's
2: see. I don't see that. I see one with the kitty hand and a person uh-huh. hand. I see one where Adam's giving God the middle finger. That's just oh, rude. I Come don't on. like that. Mm. <laughs> but no, I don't see a hot dog hands one. So we gift that to you. Yes.
0: There. Listeners, anybody, anybody artistically inclined, right? Give us a, give us an everything everywhere all at once. Uh, creation of Adam, please.
1: <laughs>
0: Love it. Speaking of hot dogs and bagels, Raphael and Milton provided us with much food for thought as we contemplated the universe as one big self-governing body, complete with bodily functions. Um, I still prefer the video game analogy, but what are you going to do?
2: And really, Eve provided the food for thought. Uh, Yeah. Eve's the one making the food. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Don't even, don't even, Adam. Sheesh. (laughs) All right. Raph ends his tale by asking Adam if he has any more questions. And to quote the Bible, there was much wailing and gnashing of teeth <laughs> in the outer darkness. Um, but no, our story picks up here with Adam's next question. So let's dive right into Milton's argument and see what this book is all about. Okay. Adam inquires concerning celestial motions, is doubtfully answered and exhorted to search rather things more worthy of knowledge. Adam assents, and still desirous to detain Raphael, relates to him what he remembered since his own creation, his placing in paradise, his talk with God concerning solitude and fit society, his first meeting and nuptials with Eve, his discourse with the angel thereupon, who, after admonitions repeated, departs. So I was wrong previously. I said Adam was going to ask Raphael about his own creation and Raph was Mm going to give that, uh, you know, second Genesis explanation. But Mm -hmm. it's Adam who tells the story, which makes more sense. Raphael wasn't there, right? So he would have less he would have the less detailed version.
2: Right. But as someone who goes to a lot of film festivals and conferences and, and Q and A's with uh, like dignitaries and stuff like Mm. that does strike me as the, the bane of all of those, which is okay. It's time for questions. And then (laughs) someone raises their hand and they go, my question is more of a statement. And my statement (laughs) is more of a soliloquy. (laughs) Now, the thing you have to understand about me is that uh, I'm the kind of person who really doesn't like art. And uh, I like to go to these types of things and tell people that. And, uh, I complain, really, about what I've just seen. (laughs) So here we have Adam saying, okay, my question Mm -hmm. is, let me tell you about where I come from, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right,
0: uh-huh, that's exactly what it is. Huh?
2: <laughs> I was at one of these once, so the uh-huh. um, um, it was the Script Notes podcast. Great podcast if you're oh, a screenwriter. Script and it's, Notes um, people, yeah. yeah. Script Notes, uh, John August who wrote a lot of a uh, Tim Burton stuff. He wrote Big mm. Fish and uh, the Frank and Weenie uh, remake. Really great writer. Um, mm. and then uh, uh Craig Mazin who is now the creator of uh, The Last of Us and uh, mm. Chernobyl, and um. They say frequently in their show how much they hate Q and A 's that aren't cu'es that are just A's. <laughs> they, they hate that. And so a guy stands up, I was in person for this one at the Writers' Guild, and uh-huh. he stands up and he's like, uh, oh, let's see here." Uh, and he's just talking about himself, and Craig Mason says, "This is the part where you ask a question." <laughs> 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 and tells him to ask a question. He's like, "Oh, you're right, you're right." <laughs>
0: I love that. And Keenan, when these people basically crash the lecture, um, <laughs> is everybody else just like whispering behind their hands, like, "Oh my god, that guy's so cool."
2: Oh my god. <laughs> this is the real reason he has, we came. He, 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 has, he has the guts to stand up to this, this this professor who's like
0: way more experienced than him and and has more knowledge than him, and he's just he's just like talking smack to him. This is he's so cool. Oh my god. I so, I need so to true. fuck him. <laughs>
2: But then, yeah, you go up to him afterwards and you're like, um, uh-huh. I was really taken by what you have to say. Uh, I, I was wondering, but really mm-hmm. my wondering is more of a statement about <laughs> myself. <laughs> you never get around to asking him to go out and have a drink?
0: Yeah. But, and, and the tragedy <laughs> is, that's how you know those two were made for each other.
2: <laughs> Sorry, I, I I know we're still at the beginning of everything, but I was at another one of these.
0: Dearly beloved, does anyone have any, <laughs> any objections? And the groom himself says, "Actually, it's not so much an objection."
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> well, my, my response comes in three parts. Uh, <laughs> no, but I was at I was at this um, yeah lecture by uh, W. Kamal Bell, who is this uh-huh. um, comic, and now recently he's been focusing on like the history of racism and the psychology behind racism, and, and he has ah. the CNN show that's really great uh, on race in America called the uh, United Shades of America.
1: Mm, okay. And so he
2: comes, yeah, it's a great show, and he comes to talk to us in this big theater, um, and he does a Q and A mm. and. Uh, and just a time so <laughs> several people go up in a row, we don't have questions. And he's like, This is really <laughs> annoying to me. Um, yeah. and he's like saying it out to the audience, like, like, please ask ask questions. And then this one guy comes up and he says, Oh, geez, I have so many questions I could ask you. And Kamal says, You have one. <laughs> I'm giving you one. And he goes, Oh, geez, all right, W Kamal Bell. What's the W stand for? And he goes, You could Google that, what? man. You could Google that. <laughs> ask me a real question. <laughs> oh my God.
0: See, folks, in 6,000 years, we have, uh, biblically, I guess, in 6,000 years, we haven't changed a bit.
2: We are still as Adam. Yep, 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 yep.
0: But I can see how Milton's trying to square the circle, right? Like, he has Raphael tell the short version, which is in the first chapter of Genesis, right? and now he's got Adam telling the second version, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Makes Adam and Eve sound a little bit less equal, which I'm Mm. not happy about. Um, (laughs) Right. But also, we can stop making the argument that scholars were trying to make back in the 80s that Milton's sexism is actually a character trait of Satan, because Satan's Mm -hmm. not in this book either! (laughs) But yeah, let's, let's look at this thing. So Raphael finishes the tale of creation, and Adam stirs as if from a dream. He says, how can I repay you for telling us all of this? Oh, I know! I'll ask you about the rest of the universe. (laughs) What are stars and planets? How do they work? Why do they work? What is space? Is it true that in space, no one can hear you scream? Uh, Cut to Uriel screaming in the sun.
2: (laughs) Out of joy or Uh, or out of... Well,
0: he has to to stay up in the sky until Mm -hmm. Raphael's done with Adam. (laughs) So this, has, this, this truly has been the longest day. I think we found that lost 65 million years. We figured it out, folks. Yeah, outside of Eden, God's making dinosaurs because he's bored. <laughs> He's doing other stuff on the computer, like while well, you know, while this program runs, right?
2: Right. Uh, you know, could you imagine living in Milton's time before they had discovered dinosaurs, or um, or before we had invented dinosaurs? Depending on your religious beliefs. <laughs> sure. sure.
0: Yeah, Keenan. Let's be clear here, okay? Uh,
2: but I just can't imagine a world without dinosaurs, like like not knowing yeah. that they were a thing. Well, like it, I, it's I can.
0: To... I'm. I'm...
2: <laughs> yeah, it's
0: very easy to imagine a world without dinosaurs. <laughs>
2: No, I mean it's one of the first things we teach children about is that there yes. used to be these dinosaurs and yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. But Milton was in a world where he's he's thinking of like the history of the universe, right? But is missing like so when when you and I think about like if we ask someone on the street, can you think of like um things that happened you know a long long time ago? They would think right, about right. dinosaurs, the age yeah. of the dinosaurs, yeah. Right. And that's not part of Milton's um, uh, cosmology because um, yeah. I can I can imagine not knowing about continental drift. You know, mm-hmm. that's fine. right. We don't but, teach like, kids about that right away, but dinosaurs. That's, <laughs> dinosaurs. That's that's how you know it's a long time ago. They're yeah. dinosaurs.
0: That like that's you know, that's the gag that you've gone too far in the time machine. Right, exactly. Is that is that you end up in a place <laughs> with mm-hmm. a caveman who looks vaguely like somebody else in the show <laughs> and then a dinosaur. Right. Right. <laughs> but yeah, like no, to your point, Keenan, like mm-hmm. what did they think the first time they uncovered something?
2: Like, oh, I what mean what the fuck is this? Like they used to think there were dragons and monsters and things or parts yeah, right, of yeah. gigantic monsters, yeah. Cuz
0: mm-hmm, because
2: mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, to be fair, yeah, we had we had dug up dinosaur bones, but the first person to like say, "Hey, I think this is a dinosaur." That was in the 1800s, right? Mm, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: know I know it, it is I, just trying, I, I don't
2: know the exact year, but Yeah dinosaurs invented year (laughs) who invented the first dinosaurs uh 1841 yes oh there you
0: go 1841
2: what year were dinosaurs invented i actually get that on the google questions oh really what what year were dinosaurs invented
0: wow (laughs) it takes all kinds folks herbivores carnivores yeah but, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Program's running, right? Um, you know, Adam's, Adam's talking to, to Raphael, and, and Uriel's just got to stay up there in the sun. <laughs> um, and, okay, and, and Milton tries to make a dig at Eve here. Um, mm-hmm. He says, so, so, so this, is, this, is, um, uh, this is right after Adam has asked Raphael to explain the universe to him, mm-hmm. right? Um, so spake our sire, and by his countenance seemed entering on studious thoughts abstruse, which Eve, perceiving where she sat, retired in sight, with lowliness majestic from her seat, and grace that one who saw to wish her stay rose and went forth among her fruits and flowers. So she got up and left. Mm -hmm. She knew what was coming, right? And she got out of there. (laughs) She got out of there. And, Uh... and, And Milton is trying to make her, like, a dumb girl who knows that she's not suited for this kind of discourse between great mm-hmm. thinkers, but Milton, we all want to follow Eve. <laughs> Nobody wants to stay for
2: this. <laughs> Am I wrong, Keenan? Like, uh, well, this is our job, so I guess that's why we're yeah.
0: here. <laughs> right, and Uriel's up there, and he's still—he's up there, like reading Goofus and Gallant or something like that. <laughs> yeah.
1: all
0: right. Occasionally he just, you know, he, he looks up from the from the page just to say, it's like, ah, yeah, they're still talking. Okay. Yeah. All right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So he's making the dig at Eve, right? Right. He's right. like, oh, she left because she couldn't handle this, you know, this mm-hmm. talk. Um, but he doesn't stop there. As she leaves, he's got to put this at the end of the stanza. Listen. Mm-hmm. With goddess-like demeanor forth she went, not unattended, for on her as queen of pomp of winning graces waited still, and from about her shot darts of desire into all eyes to wish her still in sight.
2: What are we? What are we saying that that she wants? She she's sad that no one's looking at her because that's what women do. No, or, no, 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 no. It, no. It's
0: it's it's the like. I hate to see her go, but I love oh, to watch her walk no. away. Oh <laughs> no, that's exactly no. Listen, listen, listen. Okay, you know. and and from about her. Uh-huh. You know, meaning all around her, shot uh-huh. darts of desire into all eyes to wish her still in
2: sight. Uh, oh, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. So she's leaving and they're like, oh, I wish I could still be looking at her. Yeah, but who? <laughs> who are we even talking about right now? Like Adam? The angel? The sexless angel, right? Of no gender. Right. The no, animals? No sexuality. <laughs> the animals. Who the, who the hell? Sleeping who the hell? tonight.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Who the hell is staring at Eve?
2: Hmm. Like but I guess that this comes in context. So if, if for some reason you're skipping around in these uh Paradise Lost episodes for some <laughs> reason, you're going to your favorite book of Paradise Lost and you hear um yeah, Raphael in Raphael's um uh prose earlier, he was like uh, Milton was sort of peeking in and being like Eve was so sexy that if mm-hmm. Raphael ever did want to covet a woman, this would be the one to covet.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Raphael is is like innocent in this like, oh, like yeah, he, has, sure. he has he has he has nothing to do he's not like you know being gross on eve it, right. it's but milton is constantly like ducking in and being like it eh, was like you know just walking away and you know.
2: <laughs> but milton has told us that the angels are genderless and sexless and, and yeah. gender fluid and and like mm-hmm. we're just it's another one of those things where we're just using gender terms because we can't understand the ways of angels right yeah. he said that before yeah
0: yes milton just calm down
2: jesus <laughs> Yeah, Milton is in horny jail. Yeah. What is? (laughs) Wait, hang on.
0: Maybe I don't like that.
2: (laughs) And again, remember he is narrating this because he is losing his sight or has lost all the sight. He's narrating this to his daughters to write down. Oh, God. (laughs) I forgot that.
0: So he had to say to his daughter... (laughs) That everyone was staring at Eve right. as she was walking away. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Milton. Anyway, anyway. Um, okay, so, so after Eve's gone, Raphael answers Adam, and he says, you know, he can't blame him for asking all these questions about mm-hmm. space. It is one of God's great wonders, after all. But he says that God left it there for men and angels to admire but also to puzzle over and debate over, perhaps to make him laugh at how wrong all their theories are, right? Mm -hmm. This is Raphael theorizing, right? Uh Um, So Raphael is admitting that he does not know. I like this. Mm -hmm. This is fresh. This is interesting. And, And Raphael says that later, unlike the angels... Adam's children will not be content with admiring the heavens, but they will go on to move and shape the cosmos just so it can fit with their crackpot theories. Mm -hmm. And they're going to, they're going to map and chart and label and scribble all over space. And they will think it's a map of the universe, but actually it'll be a map of themselves. Right. And Mm. how they see themselves. Mm -hmm. So I like this. This is, this is, this is, this is um, a nice take. Like it was, we like Milton has trouble making God fallible, but like mm-hmm. making this angel who is kind of like you know God's uh, uh, extension in this book right mm-hmm. or in these in these couple of books um, making him not know things that like I really dig that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, he says, hereafter, when they come to model heaven and calculate the stars, how they will wield the mighty frame, how build, unbuild, contrive to save appearances, how grid the sphere with centric and eccentric scribbled or cycle and epicycle orb in orb. Right? Mm-hmm. I like that. Centric and eccentric. Like, eccentric, like eccentricities, right? But then centric as in like a mathematical term.
2: I guess I never put that together. That those would be two different things. Yeah, that they're related right. to each other rather. Yeah. Right. Centric, yeah. eccentric, concentric. I get it now. Yeah. Right. Maybe, yeah. or at least I understand that. It's, I don't know what they mean, yeah. <laughs> but yes, but I understand it's like, that they're similar. Yeah.
0: But it's like like they're they're opposites in like a mathematical way. But then yeah. eccentric also means like crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's I like interesting. That. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I, like I really like fallible, flawed, curious, slightly blasphemous Raphael. Mm-hmm. Um. Milton calls him the affable angel, and I get it now right like you get the feeling that he is different from the other angels in this regard he he he's almost between Adam and a regular angel right he wonders about things he has questions and also theories
2: right maybe that's why God sends Raphael down because he, he has he has uh, or Milton's God right has mm-hmm. sent Raphael down specifically because he's able to uh, relate to humans differently than the angels the other angels would be so maybe that's right. part of it what you're what you're picking up about his slightly blasphemy my mm-hmm. ways yeah yeah
0: I like that right like folks remember before when he was like workshopping how maybe Adam and Eve will evolve into angels one day, Mm -hmm, right? Like, mm -hmm. like he knows that they're going to become one with God, but he like, of course, right now he doesn't, you know, know that they're going to like sin and die and get redeemed. Right. right? So, so he's like, oh, uh, maybe you'll just like hang out here and, you know, grow the garden and then God will uh, turn you into angels. I don't know. Right. Mm -hmm, right. Which is super blasphemous, but like he, (laughs) he just can't help it. Right. But he's and just yet, guessing.
2: He's not he's not like proclaiming that's what God. He's not speaking right. for God. He's just sort of wondering with his limited amount of knowledge about this.
0: Right. And that's that is also a, a difference between um Raphael and and Milton's God character is mm-hmm. that like everything Milton God Milton's God character says is like this is how things are. Like this right. is fact, this is truth, right? And and Raphael is like, "Ah, oh, maybe this, maybe that." Right? Mm-hmm. Um and and so he tries to find like similarities between like the body and the digestive system and mm-hmm. all of creation. Right, and it's it's a little gross, right? In in previous (laughs) books, right? But Mm -hmm. he's observing, and he's questioning, and he's having fun, and this is something that I don't think the other angels would be cool with, right? Mm You know, like 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 they're having lunch uh, in the cafeteria one day, and. Raphael is trying to like explain to Gabriel some new physics theory that he has. And, mm-hmm. and so he grabs Gabriel's like fruit cup, right? <laughs> and Gabriel's like, what are you doing? But Raph's like, no, 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 just watch. <laughs> and, and he drops it into Oriel's sparkling water, because of course Oriel would have <laughs> sparkling water. Um, and he's like, look at the bubbles. And Oriel is disgusted, right? <laughs> and Gabriel's like, okay, well, you know, now you owe me a jello and a fruit cup, right? Because he's done this before, right? <laughs> and they get up and they leave, and Raph's still there, and he reaches over and he picks up the, the fruit-infused sparkling water and he takes a sip. And before the camera cuts away, you see, hmm, right? <laughs> yeah. He's 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 the angel who like like later on is, is gonna be obsessed with like human things. He's gonna start wearing clothes. He's gonna mm-hmm. like show up one day with a guitar, and <laughs> the other angels they're gonna be like, "Raf, what are you doing?" And he's like, "This is called rock and or roll." Listen,
2: <laughs> yeah, he's destined to be uh, cool but rude. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: but no, I like I like this character. I don't know if I'm uh, expanding too much, uh, mm-hmm. uh, like just on my own uh, with this from like from Milton's uh, character, but like mm-hmm. the way that Rogers explains him uh, in this last book, like I feel like I'm getting a glimpse of him that I didn't have before. And he really is the affable, quirky angel. he right. He's Father Dyer, <laughs> going to a famous movie star's party and hijacking the piano and talking about, like, his idea of heaven,
2: right? <laughs> Don't tell the big man. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and, yeah, it, it seems like he's recognizing the same curiosity in Adam as well. And he sees that Adam is even more curious than him. And he and his descendants are not going to be content with, like, just admiring or merely, like, theorizing like he does, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, they're going to want to mark up and measure the universe. And so he tells Adam to remember in his measuring of things that brightest does not always mean best. He says, "...consider first that great or bright infers not excellence. The earth, though, in comparison of heaven so small, nor glistening, may of solid good contain more plenty than the sun that barren shines." So, right here, he's saying that Earth, despite being small and dull, contains more good things than the sun, which may be huge and bright, but is also empty and barren. Right? Mm, okay. And then very far away, you just hear, Hey!
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, Uriel. Mm, you, you, no, no, you're but... still cool in my book. <laughs> 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 he's becoming the Millhouse Van Houten of, <laughs> of this story.
0: <laughs> it's a dirty job, you know? It's... <laughs> piloting the sun yeah,
2: yeah. but someone's got to do it i someone's guess for some, do it. For some yeah. reason yeah we decided that someone needs to be up there yeah pulling levers and stuff
0: yeah and he's still getting flack from the other angels about you know letting satan get through right <laughs> you know they're at the cafeteria again right and it's like it's like oh uriel would you like a
2: food cup <laughs> But he never catches on. He's like, "I would love a foo." Fu- hey, <laughs> <laughs> and then they all just bust up. Yeah. Oh, poor, Oreo. Hmm. poor Uriel. Poor Oreo All he did was allow the downfall of man. I know.
0: Yeah. So, I can't can't all of like, aren't all of us allowed like one strike? You know?
2: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Okay. So Raphael just made that comparison, right? He's talking about mm-hmm. like bright things aren't always good, right? And the earth has more in it, like more good things in it than the sun, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I also like, and I don't know if, if Milton intended this, but when he said bright doesn't always mean good, I immediately thought of Lucifer.
2: Oh yeah, of course.
0: Right. That, so, must, be, so, that
2: must be that, yeah.
0: I mean, it has to be, right? Right. So folks, his, like, like, even though there is no other mention of him in this book, Right, his his shadow is still here, even if mm-hmm. the character is not present. Right? right, or at least that's how I'm interpreting it. <laughs> anything to get me through this. Yeah.
2: You're just looking for that devil everywhere.
0: Yeah, you know what?
2: <laughs> looking no. looking
0: for the in in all the wrong places. Apparently.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, that that's got to be that. that. That I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, people reading it for the first time all those years ago probably made that connection. Yeah, yeah. Um, like yeah, they're so, just waiting for brightness or morning or any of those words mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. be there yeah. Right. Yeah and then in the last book
0: Milton's all about like the morning planet and everyone's like uh oh oh, oh oh. freaking no yeah. but yeah so so he says he says the sun has no fertility in and of itself but mm-hmm. its rays help the fertile earth to grow mm-hmm. and without the earth the sun's rays would be useless um this this could also be Milton trying to trying to be a feminist okay remember at this time like it, if if any genders are assigned to them at all the sun is usually masculine and the earth Mm -hmm. is usually feminine right Mm -hmm. um and in fact uh, rogers says that Raphael's tangent about the heavenly spheres could be milton saying what he really wants to say about the equality of the sexes Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't i don't know if we can give him that much credit but again he's dead so we can look at this (laughs) any way we want
2: Right. Yeah, and I'm reading the text on, again, milton.host.dartmouth.edu. And ah. so whoever is annotating this for Dartmouth, um, yeah, because there's, there's weird uh, little spots about male and female light. So, uh, mm. so that comes up in the text a little bit later. And so okay. we click on that, right, it, it's saying that um, male and female light probably here refers to the two sources of light. The sun is masculine and the moon feminine, which does make sense with like our typical depictions of that even like Greek, um, Greek civilization, right. Mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. the sun is Apollo, the moon is Diana. Right. And so we've, mm-hmm, we've done that in a lot of, um, a lot of uh, uh, pantheons across the world.
0: Right. Yeah. It's usually a moon goddess and a sun God.
2: Right? Yeah. Which is sometimes justified as the idea of like women having their, their their monthly cycle. And when we know like the moon is a monthly uh, visitor. So the moon, Mm -hmm. um, so people, when they could track the cosmology of the moon, notice that it comes up in 28 days, like a woman's cycle does. Um, And then also associating the feminine with uh, um, the moon and its control of the tides.
1: mm -hmm, And so,
2: so comparing, contrasting women with water and um, uh, pliability and Mm -hmm. uh, and all of those things that we associate with uh, women traditionally, right? Not saying Mm -hmm. that any of them are true, but uh, no, 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 yeah, yeah, that we traditionally associate that with. Yeah, uh, this is
0: like like from a from a um, like anthropological like like looking at like like past civilizations, like how they how they um, depicted these things. Yeah,
2: but it does seem to um, cut across cultures
0: yes, right it's one of those uh, it seems to be one of those cultural universals right maybe right. not every like I'm sure if like we looked we could find like a sun goddess and a moon god somewhere, sure mm-hmm. right. right yeah um but yeah um now but like i I like if if we take that metaphor mm-hmm. um I like what raphael is saying here is that, Without the earth, the sun is completely useless, mm-hmm. right? Because we talk about like, you know, not just the moon, but like also earth, right? Mother earth, mother right. nature, right? right? And, you know, and being fertile, but like, you know, like, you know, the sun is like, you know, thinks it's like the brightest and the best, but like, if there's no earth, then like, what is the sun even for, right?
2: Which makes sense when someone's trying to justify the ways of God to man, right? Like, what is the mm-hmm. point of these things out there if they're not about man and where man lives?
0: Right right, but then also it could be Milton saying that l- both man and woman, like the actual like like animals, man and woman, right mm-hmm. um, are are equal and necessary for each other's uh, uh existence, mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. so it's not just like one is better than the other, it's like without without woman, man would be useless right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, so I mean let's 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 say that that is what Milton is saying. Right
2: here, <laughs> okay. <right? laughs> let's let's give
0: him let's give him this point because we're going to be deducting lots more points <laughs> later. Okay, <laughs> now, so give him this little freebie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and so, yeah. So, so uh, Raphael goes on to speculate again. Raphael is very speculative, right? Mm-hmm. He says, "Hey, who knows? Maybe it's the Earth that revolves around the sun, <laughs> right?" And he's like, "What if, what if, just like the other six planets, it's mm-hmm. orbiting and rotating? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be able to tell from just looking up at the sky because you're on Earth while it's moving. I, like, so now." Not only is Raphael being blasphemous against God, he's also being blasphemous against the church, which I'm counting as a separate thing, Mm -hmm. right? Because it's the church that put Galileo under house arrest, right? Right. So Raphael, and by extension Milton, is (laughs) saying right here, hey— maybe that Galileo guy was right. Mm-hmm. And again, we can look at this as the masculine feminine, right? If we choose mm-hmm. to have the sun be masculine and the earth be feminine, right? He's he's saying, hey, who knows, right? Like, you're, you're so worried about like, you know, who's inferior, who's superior, right? Like, we don't know. Like, maybe the sun orbits around the earth. Maybe the earth orbits around the sun, right? Well, mm-hmm. We don't know. And he continues. He's like, and hey, maybe there are other suns and mm-hmm. other moons. Mm-hmm. So Milton as Raphael is putting these possibilities out there.
2: And I think that's interesting. But um, what does then, Uriel think about the idea that there are other sons? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then what's the... Really, what's the point of pulling all these yeah. goddamn levers if there's so many goddamn sons out there?
0: <laughs> Thankfully, he did not hear this part. Like he,
2: <laughs> I, he I, yeah, was I'm a, really worried about saving yeah. his feelings, for sure. Yeah, yeah. He,
0: he, has, he has put down... Um, the, the comic and he is he is now also watching. Is it a sin?
2: Good, thank goodness for that. Yeah.
0: Just as entertaining, up in heaven, I think, yeah. um, or in the sun, or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so so he's speculating on other suns and other moons, but then he wraps it all up by saying, "Hey, whatever's out there." That's for God to know, and you shouldn't worry about it. Just just love and fear God. Be be happy together with Eve, and work in the garden. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, what do we think of this last line? I'm I'm reading it a couple of ways, right? Like, first feeling I got was a bad one, right? Like Raphael Mm -hmm. is telling the readers not to question and just to like blindly obey. And again, right? Like I'm I'm with Satan about this, like why (laughs) should knowledge be forbidden, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm also thinking, okay, this is Raphael saying this, and Raphael has proven to be flawed and it might be that he only thinks god doesn't want adam and eve questioning about space but god's the one who said right like answer all of adam's questions mm-hmm. right and also like this this is before the fall i wonder if that has something to do with it so so questioning and science and natural philosophy aren't bad now
1: mm-hmm.
0: but before the fall they they still weren't bad they 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 but they were unnecessary, right? I mean, I mean, like that's the idea, right? Like even outside of Milton, mm-hmm. that we were like sort of gonna be blissfully ignorant and sheltered and protected, right? And and happy, right? Right. I'm not that being blasphemous right now, am
2: I? No, I don't think so. I, I think that's that's not just Milton saying that as you're saying, right? That that's everybody mm-hmm. that, that's sort of the All idea, right. right? That um that what we have to wrestle with after the fall in the current day is is getting Oh, is getting back to—I uh, guess when you say ignorance, it, it has that negative connotation, right? But getting right. back to that innocence, right, through there Jesus, you go. yeah, mm-hmm. getting—you ba- know—to suffer upon suffer the the oh God, what the hell does Jesus say? Sorry, let me say that again. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that Jesus is talking about like be as the little children, right? To suffer me, the little children, and that's who you should right. be, right? Um, and that. uh yeah, I guess when you call it ignorance, it's not as nice out. It's yeah, right. Yeah, we're um, we're supposed to wrestle with all of our knowledge of good and evil today, moving mm-hmm. back towards innocence, right through Christ, exactly. And then, yeah, I think in the context of this piece, I don't necessarily read Raphael saying like, "Be happy by working in the garden" as some ominous, like anti-intellectual thing. Uh, mm. That I I take it at face value that that's like, hey, buddy, I'm trying to help you. You know, like. Mm. you know the, what's what's going to keep you from getting you know entrapped by this devil whatever his plan is is just just keep your head down work in the garden yeah. don't worry yeah. too much about things don't worry be mm. happy
0: but in a like parental pr- protecting way right like, like yeah these issues are are like you're not old enough to 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 have to deal with like this stuff yet.
2: Oh yeah. Almost like, Oh buddy, it's great that you're having these questions. It's so good. Right. But don't worry about it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I think you're right, Keenan. I think, I think he's, he's trying to protect Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but it always made me wonder. It's like, if, if Eden had continued, Mm -hmm. there's so many things we wouldn't have today because like, and 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 I'm not just talking about bad things, I'm talking about good things too. Mm-hmm. because, like all the good things that we have now come from necessity of countering the bad, mm-hmm. right? Like, like we have medicine because there is sickness and death, mm-hmm. right? We have the concept of peace now because there is war. Mm-hmm. we're We're constantly searching for a cure for cancer because cancer exists, right? Like, in an unfallen world, we wouldn't need. Doctors or hospitals or injury lawyers or <laughs> money or wildlife preservation associations or politicians mm-hmm. or borders or fast mm-hmm. food or healthcare, or right. or even a church. Mm-hmm right? Like all the stuff in our world today, both the good and the bad are a result of the fall. Like we we have animal shelters, we have adoption, we have human rights activists, we mm-hmm. have music and we have art and we have poetry, we have books, we have movies, we have stories that give us hope or open our eyes to like both the beauty and the the ugliness of humans. Like all of that comes as a result of the fall. Mm-hmm. And again, I might be speaking blasphemy here, but it's, it's, it's almost like the fall Had to happen in order for us to show how good we can actually be. Like without the fall, there is no Mother Teresa, there is no Nelson Mandela, there there is no Malala, there's no Martin Luther King, Mm -hmm. right? There's no religion, there's no Christianity, of course, right? Mm -hmm. Jesus would not need to you know come down and die for our sins, right? But but also no Judaism, no Islam, no nothing, and Mm -hmm. and that's so hard. For me to wrap my head around, like we've we've already seen, it's hard for Milton to wrap his head around. <laughs> but like, because even his Eden is is informed by all of these things, mm-hmm. right? Like, remember I said, like like the angels weren't actually fighting with cannons and swords and spears, but right. Raphael was using like earthly terms to Adam and so so that Adam and Eve would understand. But Milton, they wouldn't understand those nope. things, right? They don't have swords and spears or or war. So even even Milton can't get away from our fallen world. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, like, what do you think of that? Like, cause I, I remember like being younger and thinking like, yeah, what if, what if we still had Eden? Like mm-hmm. we wouldn't have all the stuff that we have now, like even the good stuff.
2: Right. But so this is not my theology, right? Cause I, I'm mm. an atheist, but, uh, mm. the theology says that all those good things on earth are just a pale comparison to what is in heaven. And, mm. um, and even in some people's theology, right. That like being content or even being made happy by the things that are good on earth is keeping you away from striving towards heaven.
1: Oh, yeah. Hmm.
2: And that's why, you know, Oliver Cromwell canceling Christmas. It's right, right, exactly, like right. like you oh you're celebrating Christmas here instead of thinking about like the real the real Christ Mass that happens only um, you know in heaven once you get there mm, like you're, right, like right. celebrating or enjoying anything enjoying sensual pleasures here on earth is just a trick of the devil keeping you away from um, keeping you away from the right hand of the Father as it really is. It's such a wild thing to think about that
0: Christmas, <laughs> that Christmas was invented by the devil.
2: <laughs> Right, I you know, I I don't agree with that, but uh Yeah. Right. Now we got
0: I mean, like people worrying about a war on Christmas and it's like, <laughs> you know, put the Christ back in Christmas, right?
2: Yes, 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 but yeah, people mm. of of Milton's time, um you mm-hmm. know, the, the Puritans who then came on to, you know, found America and oh, found yeah. American oh, yeah, Christianity, yeah. right? That's a big mm-hmm. that's the whole that's the whole shebang is like, yeah, mm-hmm. um anything earthly and pleasurable is a, an illusion away from the mm-hmm. actual we use the word pleasure to talk about like what you would find in heaven because we don't have mm. the right words for it, but it's not the kind of sensual pleasures you have um, on earth. Right. It's something different and, um, and perfect. Right.
0: But I'm not even talking like, like, like I agree with you about like, you know, the creature comforts. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we wouldn't have, you know, personal pan pizzas and, and stuff like that. <laughs> right. Like, right. Bec- and we wouldn't need it. Right. It's like, you know, it, like because Eden is perfect and you know, everything is wonderful. But then also like, I'm just thinking about like, like, you know, you, you, you rarely see it today, but mm-hmm. like in the news, sometimes you catch like, you know, a glimpse of human goodness, right? right? Like I was talking about like Martin Luther King or, or Nelson Mandela or, or, you know, somebody like being, you know, like a true, like, like, you know, child of God, you know, mm-hmm. if, if you are of that religion. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you wouldn't have that because you wouldn't need that in. You wouldn't eating. need it. Right. Right, because right. you wouldn't have you wouldn't have the 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 evil that those people are fighting, mm-hmm. and but then I was I'm just trying to imagine it. It's like like you know Eden forever without like all of those like like good moments in history and those good people. It's like you know without you know doctors and teachers and 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 mm-hmm. um, um, charity because you wouldn't need charity because and you wouldn't have poverty.
2: Right, the, the special love between parents and children. You wouldn't need that.
0: Yeah, like it's it's so. Alien to me. It's like, mm-hmm. like, like, what were we gonna have before the fall? You know?
2: Yeah, it's unfathomable, right? That, that's that's mm-hmm. the that's the nature of it. But that is the theology, and then people just you know have different degrees of that. But but that that's the whole ball game. Like everything on Earth is mm-hmm. the false is the false life. The next life mm-hmm. is the real life. Um, and so how you act here either you know gets you closer to that real life or or mm-hmm. separates you from that real life. And that that cuts across yeah. even. Christianity, that's how, that's how the karmic religions work as well. Like everything is an illusion here and it's not, it's not the real, the real spiritual life. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, good luck out there, I'll, everybody. Uh, yeah, <laughs> living I your really, life like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why, you know, in some of the karmic religions and then some of the um, some of the sects of Christianity and Judaism and, and uh, mm. Islam, the, it, the the ideas are like that living that way is so difficult for the everyday person that that is mm. only, you know, there's a there's a sect of uh, of monks and aesthetics who go and mm-hmm. live that life because that life is so uh, unattainable or so difficult for people to to do in their everyday life that you actually have to drop right. out of society in order to figure out what that is and spend your entire right. day not farming, not taking care of your children, but just mm. thinking about what this world is in comparison to the real world after. Oh. And it's a 24-hour-a-day job.
0: Yeah we need to you know how they they have like that little box that i got to check like if this mm-hmm. episode contains contains like explicit material
1: <laughs>
0: you know I, i'm i'm kind of wishing that they had one for like existential dread <laughs> like maybe i'll put that up at the show notes it's like trigger warning existential dread <laughs>
2: existential dread right we bring the good news but the good the good news is that there is a world without pain and suffering and it's it's attainable uh, but You know, the world, the pain and suffering that you have in this real world is as fake as the lovely, nice things um, that you experience in your real world.
0: Yeah. So, um, at this time, I would like to thank all of our listeners for choosing (laughs) to listen to this admittedly fake and insubstantial (laughs) podcast while you sail aimlessly through a dark cold mm-hmm. infinite nothing
2: mm-hmm. right yeah
0: yeah thanks for for bringing us along
2: <laughs> right in 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 Eden in, in eternal Eden or in heaven there are no need for podcasts yeah right that sounds like a terrible world
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> can you imagine folks no
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they got podcasts in hell, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so so Raphael shuts Adam down in this regard, um, but Adam's okay with it, right? He admits that he s- still wants to talk with Raphael, and I had a whole joke lined up here about how Adam just loves mansplaining, so even when the angel's done talking, he's like, well... I know you just told me my origin story, but uh, now I'm going to tell it to you, right?
1: <laughs> and that
0: was, Keenan, That was going to be my joke, but mm-hmm. after a closer read, um, this is actually kind of sweet. Like Adam, Adam is like a kid mm-hmm. who is in the presence of a loving parent or a big brother, and it's and it's like he is recounting a storybook that Raphael just read to him okay. before bed. And it doesn't really matter what Adam is saying. It's more that he doesn't want Raphael to leave yet. Uh-huh. And so he expands on the story that they just read, right? It's a very, it's very like um, beginning of Princess Bride mm-hmm. thing, right? It's like, like Raphael is the grandpa, right? Peter uh, Falk. Peter Falk. And, Peter Falk. Uh, and, and uh, Adam is... Fred Savage, there we go. Fred Savage, yeah. Yes, yes. I, I, I got it. <laughs> and I also like this. Raphael observes how even this, even um, Adam's uh, desire to keep like discussing uh, reminds him that Adam and Eve are God's children, mm-hmm. right? Not only do they look like God, but they act like him as well, right? And so he agrees to stay and listen. And he also lets Adam and us know that, he, Raphael, wasn't actually there during the creation. He mm-hmm. was actually part of a group of angels sent to the gates of hell while God was creating Adam and Eve to make sure the fallen angels didn't try to escape and mess things up. Mm-hmm. Um, so he says that like they, they went down there, down to hell, and they found the gates shut and secure. And inside, all they could
2: hear was rad 80s music no, no, no. <laughs> a lot of hammers and tongs and <laughs> hair metal <laughs> yep, yeah yep. yeah
0: no actually it says tortured screams right? oh so yeah yeah right which that you know we were in hell in the in the first two books we didn't mm-hmm. hear any we heard a lot of soliloquizing a lot of right. um you know Early modern English uh, monologues—you uh, know, a lot of a lot of discourse about the nature of good and evil, and right. uh, you know whether there was a worse hell after this, and what you know what they should do. I didn't hear anybody at that council mm-hmm. going. Ah.
2: <laughs> Maybe they're speaking in in code so that angels can't hear. Yeah, right. <laughs> like stop. oh, we, we're thinking about democracy, and we're thinking about the nature of things, but what if there are angels listening? Just use your cloaking device, so it just hears like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so all of those arguments are just done in the style of tortured screams. Yes, <laughs> it must be. Yeah. That's
2: what Raphael. Hears, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. So that, yeah, they
0: hear that they hear that outside of the gates of hell, right? So so they're like, okay, you know, everything seems okay here, and so they head. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean for that to be funny, but I guess <laughs> Right. So they so they head back to heaven. Um mm-hmm. but by then I guess everything was already done. So mm-hmm. so yeah, so Raphael missed the creation of Adam and Eve. So okay. so now he so so now his shorter version of their creation makes sense. He wasn't there. He probably like heard it from Gabriel or someone. Okay. Um okay, so so now
2: But that's like getting your sex ed from some kid on the play yard, right? <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> they yeah. did what? Out of a rib? (laughs) Whoa! Nasty. (laughs) Like, like, like God was like, okay, who
0: wants to go down there and and Mm -hmm. like explain to Adam and Eve like you know about like free will and everything? And and Raphael's like, oh, oh, me, because like like he's hoping that he's gonna hear like what actually happened, right? Right. Like, because he cannot believe what what Gabriel says. Like that is like you must have got it wrong. Like that a rib? (laughs) No, 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 no. no. You must have misheard. Right. I'm I'm going I'm going to get this straight, you know. Yeah. And so and so yeah. So um so so Raphael says, "Yeah, yeah, go ahead, you know, tell me your origin story." Mm-hmm. And now presented with this task, Adam admits that it's hard for him to remember everything about his own birth mm-hmm. and and that he 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 merely spoke out of a desire to keep talking with Raphael, Oh,
2: right? I see Aww, that's sweet. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um but he tries. Like he 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 begins in any case. He he says he remembers waking as if from a deep sleep and finding himself on flowery grass. Um, At first, he just, like, he opens his eyes and he just, like, stares at the sky. Uh, And then he jumps up and he looks around, beholding all of uh, uh, creation. Um, And then, lastly, he looks at himself, right, examining his own frame. After this, you know, just cut to him, like, running or walking as the fancy takes him, like, all over the place. Um, He tries to speak, and immediately finds out that he can, mm-hmm. and he starts naming things, right? Mm-hmm. Like whatever he sees, right? He, he names the sun, he names the hills, and the dales, and the rivers, and the woods, and the plains. And then he asks the animals who created him, right? And he's, like, he's pretty sure that he didn't create himself. So, mm-hmm. so who was it, right? He's asking the animals this. Mm-hmm. Um, and when the animals don't reply, he, he's, he's puzzled. He sits down, and he has a think. And eventually, he falls asleep, which mm-hmm. I think is unintentional. Like I actually laughed uh, a little bit at this. Um, I th- I think we're supposed to take it that he has been walking all day, mm-hmm. but like in the poem, like like in the stanza, like his waking up and his falling back asleep are so close to each other mm-hmm. that it sounds like he walked a couple of hundred feet and then fell back
2: asleep. It, it, the way you were saying, it, it sounds like he was thinking too hard and then passed out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the animals won't tell me who created me
2: what does it mean what does it mean are they keeping it a secret or or did they not know either right
0: what if (laughs) but yeah okay so so he's he's fallen back asleep um Mm -hmm. And, and, and he actually like, as he's, he's like falling asleep, he thinks, oh, this is it, right? Like he's, he's going back into oblivion, right? Mm -hmm. Like he's just going to disappear, right? Right. Not die, but like, like he popped into creation and now he's going to pop back out, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, that was a good run. Mm -hmm. But then he begins to dream and he understands that he is dreaming. And in his dream, a quote, divine shape approaches him um, which I think we're supposed to understand is God okay. um he he takes Adam by the hand and together they fly up into the sky over all the hills and the valleys and eventually they get to Eden so Adam wasn't even in Eden oh he, yeah. he, was, <laughs> he, <laughs> he was born somewhere else and and now like I can't help but wonder like like where was that place? Right, were, hey, it's got to be like.
2: Why were all the animals there? Yeah. <laughs> Did they make it to Eden? Did God bring them from wherever they were to Eden?
0: Are there other animals outside of Eden? <laughs> like apparently, I, I, yeah, I don't like this. Is it, it, it's weird, um, but yeah, Milton doesn't specify. It's just somewhere outside the boundaries of Eden. Well, geez, right? all right, yeah. But like you you would think, Keenan, you would think, right? Like in all the creation stories and everything like that, that would be like a named place mm-hmm. where the first man like both of, like both Adam and Eve's like like location of origin mm-hmm. should be a like a named place. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. First yeah.
2: First Plasia.
0: Yeah. Or right? something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything first plasia <laughs> sounds like a disease.
2: Right?
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, you have first plasia. <laughs>
2: Oh, that really makes me think. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that means I can remember exactly all the details of my birth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, no. But also to your point, Keenan, like, like, what does that mean that right. outside of Eden also looks beautiful? Right. Right. Like, like this whole time I was envisioning something like, you know, what they have in good omens, right? Mm-hmm. Like I showed you that video the other day, right? Where yes. It's, Like, it's this walled garden, and then outside the walled garden is just, like,
2: desert. Just desert, right.
0: Yeah, right? Because Milton is saying that the goal is to expand the borders and make Mm -hmm. the whole world like the garden, right? Right. But in this book... mm,
2: I, I do like the idea that Milton's Eden, it sort of implies that there is sort of... Every biome in it, right? There are poles and deserts right. and everything like, it. like the beauty of deserts. I think when mm-hmm. you, yeah, when you dramatize it, like in Good Omens, you have to find some way to make it look like there's something out there. So you choose desert or like it's 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 more than just because you know we grew up in the desert in in Vegas, right? Yeah, um, but it's just like sand dune with no life whatsoever, right?
0: It's just right. sand yeah. out
2: there. Um, but uh, yeah, you have to pick something, and so that I guess the two options are Arctic or desert,
0: right? Right, yeah. but because you but, can't like. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Because it would, yeah. Because it, it would look weird mm-hmm. if outside of Eden was more like lush, right. um, You know, like foliage, right? Right. Because it's like though. Then what's the difference, right? Like, but it might um, be
2: just chaos out there, or or some you know some form of that, some void out mm, there in, in, right? in the quote reality of the Garden of Eden.
0: Right. Right. But yeah. So 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 Milton doesn't specify. Right. Mm-hmm, it's it's right. just somewhere like like so so all we know from this recounting is that outside of eden mm-hmm. there is also life there is also right. like like trees and 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 hills and valleys and 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 animals apparently mm-hmm. right but that you know that that confuses me because mm-hmm. like in this book in in this poem in paradise lost milton is saying that the goal of adam and eve is to expand the borders of the garden and make the whole world like the garden yes. right but it, in this book it seems like he wakes up in a in a pretty place right? <laughs> right to begin with right or okay is it like outside the walls you still have forests and deserts and and fields and and all the different biomes mm-hmm. but it's like it is now it's it's wild and untamed and mm-hmm. then inside the garden like like maybe like maybe when Milton says garden mm-hmm. of eden he actually means like it like an actual like controlled overseen garden right which is different from all the other depictions of the garden of eden right
2: yeah but the you garden hear, is are, protected and taken care of. there's no death in the garden right
0: right right like like the hedges are pruned and mm-hmm. everything is like you know uh, it it looks like like someone's been taking care of it right, right? um which yeah again like I've never seen a depiction of the garden of eden like mm-hmm. that, right? right. Like mm-hmm. even even illustrations of this poem, mm-hmm. right? Eden looks like a wild paradise, right? right. It's, it's beautiful, but it's like pure nature. It's like mm-hmm. unshaped by the hand of man, right. right? So yeah, so that just like threw me off for a second, right? Like he wakes up outside of eden and then he, he's naming things outside of eden and <laughs> then and everything looks like eden, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like but he yeah, so, you yeah, so. right. That, that's a good point. He just wakes up and he compulsively, before he's told that's his job by God, he just can't mm-hmm. help but naming things. Very right. English yeah. of him, I would say. That's a very, very Miltonian. English, but I mean,
0: <laughs> Sure, sure, sure. But I like, you know, like that's also like like his his like nature of God, you know, showing yeah.
2: mm-hmm. through, right? Like so, he has
0: to he has to give order to things. Right? right.
2: So God doesn't have to tell him that. He just knows that or he just feels that right. instinctually.
0: Yeah, yeah. So now he's in Eden, right? Mm-hmm. And and Adam says that Eden made what he had seen before look dull by comparison. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So he says all the trees are loaded with the choicest fruits, tempting to the eye. I'm seeing what you're doing there, Milton. <laughs> um, and folks, remember, he's still dreaming. I forgot right. about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Until just now when he wakes up. <laughs> Except now he is in Eden. Right. So So he went to sleep outside of Eden had a dream that God came to him and took him to Eden, and then he wakes up in Eden. And I'm thinking we we could have had like two or three less stanzas <laughs> and a lot less confusion, Milton, if you just had him wake up slash be born in Eden the first time,
2: you know? But that must be some there must be some intentionality that we're missing there of of like Adam seeing, seeing what the possibilities of what the fallen world looks like or something.
0: Maybe. I mean,
2: actually. <laughs> I'm just trying to find yeah. something.
0: <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't think of anything. And and you just gave me the only mm-hmm. thing. And that's the, that's the thing I'm going to. Yeah. So he had like, now he has something to compare Eden to, I guess.
2: But it's not as dramatic. If, if that's what's going on, it's not as dramatic because he's not like, ill, this place is. Weird and, and wild, he'd say. Right. this is pretty good. This place is pretty nice.
0: Yeah, it, like like he has. He's he's, he's running. He's walking. He's mm-hmm. laughing. He's like like naming
2: things. He's he's happy. Right. <laughs> he's frolicking. You, you he's, guess you don't want to say the word frolicking, but <laughs> no, I I actually he's couldn't frolicking. think of it. But like, yeah, he's totally frolicking. Yeah, yeah,
0: but yeah. In any case, um, you know, so so Adam says that he would have gone. Um, so now he's in Eden, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he says he would have gone exploring again, but God appears. Mm-hmm. So. That part of his dream was also real, right? Right, and, and yeah, God's everything said,
2: in his dream was real. It, it turns out,
0: yeah. So yeah. why did it need to be a dream? <laughs> is what I'm saying. Why did he need to fall asleep again after waking up? Like he wakes up into existence outside of mm-hmm. Eden already. I'm just like, why? And then and then he's running around, and then and then just have him sit and think, you know, because mm-hmm. he's like, like, oh, the animals won't tell me who created me, and then mm-hmm. have him sit under a tree and think, and then God shows up, mm-hmm. right? But he's like, no, I fell asleep, and I had a dream that God showed up. God took me to Eden, and then I woke up, and then I'm in Eden, and then God's still here. So the dream was like just extra stanzas that I had to read, Milton. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, okay. So 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 now he's there, and and God's there, and God says, "Like I'm the one you were looking for, right? I'm the mm-hmm. one who who created you, and and also I created all of this, right? Which I give to you." Um, and and God says that uh, Adam can do as he pleases; he can eat from any tree, and it will never run out. And God's only command is not to eat from the tree in the very center of the garden, um, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and that's why. Oh wait. What? Yeah.
2: What? But the center of the garden is the tree of life. I, wait, 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 wait. Is it? <laughs> Didn't we debate for like an hour a couple weeks ago about we this? Did, okay.
0: This was <laughs> This was this was book 4. Satan had jumped the wall.
2: Are we gonna fight? every time we see each other, we have to fight about this? <laughs> that that just becomes our relationship.
0: <laughs> he turns he turns into a cormorant and he <laughs> yes. perches atop the tree of life. And, and yes. yes, okay. So I remember we were having like a big thing about like because we thought like, like we, we we didn't know it was like we thought the tree of life and the tree of knowledge were were the same. Yes. And I was like, no, this is the tree of life, it's not the tree mm-hmm. of knowledge. And, and this tree is in.
2: Yeah, was it? And was I called in the you center? a fucking liar. <laughs> I said, "How dare you invite me to do this show with you and make me look like a fool in front of all our friends?" <laughs> Isn't the center of the tree of life this? Because that's what we were debating. It was like the tallest tree in the center should be the the tree of good and evil, and then we were debating that it wasn't, and we were wondering why he would do that.
0: I remember him saying. <laughs> That Satan perched atop the tallest tree, right? And 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 that was the tree of life. Yes. So is it, it the tallest his... <laughs> tree also in the center?
2: So you're telling me there's some <laughs> garden where where, could, where where would the tallest tree be? Am I just are we have I just been assuming that the tallest tree would be in the center? I guess maybe I, maybe I have been incorrect. Maybe I owe you an apology. <laughs>
0: This is is confusing to me as well. This is, we already did this. We already did this.
2: (laughs) All right, be that as it may, I will grant you that in this book at least.
0: (laughs) Hang on, hang on, hang on. I gotta check, I gotta check, hang on. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Thence up he flew, Mm -hmm. and on the tree of life, the middle tree, (laughs) and highest there that grew. Yeah. The middle tree. So Good.
2: Because as you were searching for that, yeah, I I was not searching the text. I was searching what you told me in the podcast. (laughs) 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 This is Lester saying it. No. Yeah. Like... No, but I found it, yeah. Immediately after, he spies the Tree of Life, the highest tree, and in the middle of the garden. I was like, okay, Lester says that, Milton says that, now Milton Mm -hmm. says something else. Yeah, now Milton Milton has set you up, my friend, (laughs) to be a fool. (laughs) Don't trust Milton.
0: Okay, is, did Milton forget that he put one tree in the center and it was the highest, and now he's saying, or... And, and and now he's saying that the that the tree of knowledge is the one that's the highest and in the center, or yes. is he saying that there's only one tree?
2: Oh God. I think he's saying there are two trees, and I think he forgot which one is the most important tree. <sighs> I think Milton... he's tried he's tried to put the most important tree in the center and being the highest, but he's done that to both trees. <sighs>
0: <Okay.
2: laughs> and he sets you up. <laughs> he <totally laughs> he, he is not your friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: well, folks, in in book what is what is this eight? We're in book eight. Good, good. Okay, so, folks, in book eight, mm-hmm. it is the tree of knowledge mm-hmm. that is the highest and in the center of Eden. Right. So there,
2: as it should have been to begin with. I as say. it should have been. <laughs>
0: Satan should have like leapt over the wall and mm-hmm. perched right on the tree that is associated with him. <laughs> I don't know where
2: this tree of life
0: stuff came from. I don't know. Unless unless he is saying that they're the same tree. I and then our other know. argument looks really stupid. Oh
2: god. <laughs> Could he have done that? He would have. <laughs> he w- <laughs>
0: I love that we're taking it personally.
2: Uh, yeah, we're trying like, to read this, and like, we have fans who have followed us into this morass for some reason because they're so nice. It's like morass, hey. <laughs> and then we're like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna explain this, whatever. Yeah, and we're, then gonna, then we're just... gonna
0: justify the ways of someone who's justifying the ways of God to men.
2: <laughs> and then one of us, us, has just been like, I I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading it, I don't know, what to, I'm clicking on hyperlinks, I don't know. Yeah. And then we have one who's trying his best, and, mm-hmm. and really doing some really good hard work, and Milton is just <laughs> leaving him out to dry. This so. is,
0: we cut back to the 17th century. <laughs> mm-hmm. Milton is in his chambers, and his right. daughter is, is uh, writing for him. Mm-hmm. And they get to this book, book eight, and... Milton's like, and in the center was the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And she looks up and it's like, but father, (laughs) didn't you say that the tree of life was in the center? Mm -hmm. And Milton just cracks a little smile and he's like, (laughs) few hundred years from now, this is gonna make two chuckleheads look really stupid.
2: Right. But it's also like, oh, I'm going to plant that there for 11th grade world lit students to ask their teachers and their teachers who will not understand this book are going to feel so frightened (laughs) of that question (laughs) that they're going to say, oh, no, you're clearly misunderstanding this. Don't worry about it, Jake. You'll get it one day. (laughs) And and make make eleventh grade uh, students hate literature forever.
0: So that was his goal all along. He that purposely was goal. he purposely made this flub uh-huh. just to make high school English students' <laughs> lives a living hell. Yes, yes. It's like that's so meta. Like I'm going to bring hell across time and space and into your classroom.
2: Right. And ruin the love of literature for for young people forever.
0: And the moment, the Mm -hmm. moment in in this uh, infinite stretch of years Mm -hmm. when some school kid says, man, I wish I didn't know all of this. (laughs) Milton's ghost is going to rise up out of the floor Mm -hmm. and he's going to be like, knowledge
2: is bad. See? (laughs) Bam. (laughs) High five. Yeah. No one's understood my work the way you have, Jake. (laughs) Everyone claims it's so perfect and and beautiful and you say it's fucking bullshit and you're right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) and th- And this is the beginning of the movie, right? They go on a journey.
2: <laughs> Jake and uh, and Jake John and Milton,
0: Milton. <laughs> <laughs> through the, the the streets of New York, they're just flying, you know
1: <laughs>
0: and 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 Milton's a fish out of water. He, you That's know, right. like he tr- he tries ice cream for the first time, <laughs> right? But it, it like falls through his like ghosty form, right? Oh, yeah, and just definitely. lands on it like, oh. trying out clothes at the mall in that little like montage right like you know jake's you know sitting outside the dressing room Mm -hmm. comes out you know and he's like a punk rocker and and Mm -hmm. jake shakes his head right goes back in comes back out he's a hippie jake shakes Mm -hmm. his head again right goes back in comes out as whatever the current fashion is when this movie's made and
2: jake puts a
0: does a thumbs up if that's still cool
2: yeah he's got the broccoli headed uh Boy perm that is in oh, yeah, right yeah, yeah. now as we're talking mm-hmm, about this. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this any time past uh, the spring of 2024, it's probably already not cool. Yeah. But yeah, yeah boy perm curls, long one long dangly earring, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and some some uh, faux pearls. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> that's the that's the fashion. <laughs>
2: yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> well, should we uh, keep uh, keep covering five more of these books? <laughs> Or is this the end? <laughs> do we keep on?
0: You know what, Ken? <laughs> hmm Fuck this. <laughs> Fuck you, John Milton. <laughs> okay, but anyway, anyway all right. Um, so, so, so. <laughs> uh, God God says that, you know, Adam can do as he pleases, right? Do everything, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, right? Eat from any tree except for the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Mm-hmm. And that's why it is there in the center.
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> it's real important. Because it's
0: real important. <laughs> Adam's like, like, oh Lord, aren't you forgetting something? He's like, what? What? No, (laughs) not forgetting anything. Tree was always there. Yeah. Um, But okay, like, like on a serious note, uh, Keenan, we were Mm -hmm. talking about like, why doesn't God like make it inaccessible, right? Like he's going to leave it right (laughs) Uh out in the open. Like, and, and God is saying in this book, he's, he's going to leave it out in the open as a reminder of Adam's promise not to eat from it. Right. Yeah. Um, Again, like I like our version where, like, maybe God like loves and trusts Adam a little bit too much,
2: mm-hmm, right? right?
0: And then I'm thinking that he's like,
2: convinced it'll never happen. he'll yeah, never betray him. He'll right. never do that,
0: right? And and maybe, like, just to expand on that further, like, maybe God had to put it there, right? Like, like mm-hmm. it's a like it's a core component, right? Or or it's a keystone of creation, right? So it mm-hmm. has to be like like, in the center, right? But, you know, he loves Adam, he trusts Adam, and he knows that deep down Adam would never, um, you know, betray his trust, right? Mm-hmm. And by—guys, see, this is what I'm saying. Milton, just by making God that little bit fallible, like, we mm-hmm. feel bad for him, right? Right. Like, Adam and Eve break that trust, right? Like, and we side with God. We're like, like, what are you doing, Right and we feel really, really sad, then it really is a tragedy, right? Like like, mm-hmm. like we betrayed our father's trust, like we broke his heart. He believed in us and we let him down.
2: And Milton already has this thing set up that's not in, in scripture, right? That that God is creating man specifically because of the rebellion of the angels in heaven, right? Oh. Which isn't, that's not, that's not biblical, right? Because we don't, no, we didn't no, have I a interpreter, right? right, yeah. Yeah, so, so like the war in heaven is what causes him to then create Adam and Eve. And so it's oh. like I have this big rebellion and these people who betray me so I'm going to make these humans who are not going to betray me right and it's unfathomable that that would happen
0: oh that oh you just added another layer to it (laughs) Keenan.
2: I think that's kind of here but but again we really want Milton to be like like making these connections for us yes
0: yes like and we might be like overreaching just a little bit just to (laughs) just to to, to make that work right but like right it's like it's like you know I know my kids they would never drink and drive right Mm -hmm. they they would never do that I know them and you know just 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 do that, Milton. Just make it a little bit more obvious that 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 mm-hmm. God is parent, parent blind, right? And right, like yeah. make him fallible in that way, and then we would love him. Like we would love mm-hmm. this character. We would side with him. But again, you know, Milton is is writing this in a time when doing that would be like the height of blasphemy, right? To say that God made a mistake by believing in us implies that he can make mistakes, right? And, right, and mm-hmm. like more than any other blasphemy that he has done in this uh, <laughs> uh, poem, like that would have been the one that got him in like big trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so, so God goes on to say that he not only gives this garden, but all of earth to Adam and his kind, which mm. Milton... Him and his kind, like he hasn't even asked God to create Eve yet, so what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, you know, so so God gives him dominion over everything, and then he's like, welcome to your first day of work, you're going to name all these animals.
2: (laughs) It's like, oh, I've been dreaming about this. Yeah, yeah, right? Right. (laughs) Or no, no,
0: I did this before I went to sleep and dreamed. But yeah, so God says you're going to name all these animals, um, mm-hmm. and then He says like like oh yeah, there's also fish, but like they can't come onto dry land, and mm-hmm. and Adam's like oh okay, and and so like all the birds and the beasts come like two by two, and Adam names them, and God puts the knowledge of each animal into Adam's brain, so he immediately mm-hmm. understands all of their natures. So I right. I guess he also understood about the fish that way. <laughs>
2: Okay. I think I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah.
0: God tapped his forehead and it's like, you know, after after every animal that passes is like, okay, you know, you know about squirrels now, you know about uh, (laughs) muskrats now, you know about deer, you know about this. Right. And then all of the land animals and all of the, the, the birds are, are, are done with. And, and he's like, Oh, oh yeah. Right. And he just taps his head again. It's like, there, all the fish. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you're right. Because it talks a lot about bird and beast approaching two by two, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Cow low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I guess yeah. you're right.
0: Yeah. Okay. And then the next thing that happens, I I actually like this a lot. Adam does two things. He first asks what God's name is because mm-hmm. he wants to to thank him. Um but before God replies, Adam continues. He says that he notices all the animals have a mate, and he realizes mm-hmm. that's what he has been missing, and he tells God that he's lonely. Mm. And folks, like, maybe this is this is more me than Milton, but, like, if Milton really did mean it this way, I think this is, like, really beautiful and really sad, because God smiles at Adam, and he says, what do you mean lonely? Mm. As if he doesn't understand what that is. Right. Because by God's very nature, he is alone. Right. And, and he's puzzled by Adam needing someone else. Right. Like Mm -hmm. that's such a gut punch. Um, if that's what Milton you know, is going for.
2: Yeah. I like that. That's beautiful.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, or, or it could be, and I read a little bit further, like after writing Mm -hmm. this bit and like, I think, I think it's actually something else, but like, I I still want to like,
2: hold on to that. Um, yeah. But but mm -hmm. the idea of like, you're learning from your children and you don't expect to be able to do that. That's Very interesting.
0: Yeah. So so like that's that's another that's a little like like headcanon that I that I'm gonna keep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Um it could also be that he is lightly testing Adam. Um not in like a sadistic way. He's actually like glad that Adam is asking for a companion, right? But Mm -hmm. but he wants to elaborate why. He needs one, right? Um, so, uh, because, because what he says fully is like, what do you mean? You have plenty of subjects to rule over. You have all the animals. Like, what do you mean lonely? And he wants Adam to come to the conclusion that he needs an equal, right? Mm-hmm. And I like that too. Um, and yeah, like like whether, you know, God was expecting this answer or not, Adam says that he needs an equal with whom he can share his love. And God answers back. He says, uh, quote, what thinkst thou then of me? And this, my state, seem I to thee sufficiently possessed of happiness or not, who am alone from all eternity. Right? Okay, mm-hmm. so, so so he does understand that he is alone. So, so maybe he is, like, guiding Adam to this request. Um, and yeah, Adam replies that, yes, God is alone, but he doesn't need anyone because he's perfect. And even if he mm-hmm. did need someone, he could just easily make another god. But Adam is just a man, and he feels incomplete. He feels like half a human. And mm-hmm. so here, God reveals that, yes, he was testing Adam, and he's happy to know that Adam not only has knowledge of the beasts, but of himself, right? He is aware that he is incomplete without uh, his mm-hmm. companion, right? Um, and he says that that he had already decided he was going to grant Adam's wish, and he specifically refers to Eve as thy likeness, thy fit help, thy other self. Um, so far, very, very equal, I think, right? hmm mm-hmm. yeah so then he puts Adam to sleep um he, this is like the third time Adam has gone to sleep <laughs> in this thing right but yeah so in it's half a day in yeah. half a day
2: <laughs> yeah within half a day he says I'm lonely which I was trying not to make fun of earlier because you were really moved by it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah within a few hours he he's frolicking around he falls asleep from thinking too hard about mm-hmm. what the nature of things is and right. then he um then he wakes up and goes I'm lonely
0: yeah
2: yeah he's just
0: adam he's he's a big softy you know (laughs) yeah so so yeah so so god puts adam to sleep uh and adam is like in this half dreaming state where he can Mm -hmm. see what god is doing um he sees god reach into his chest and take out his rib and like Mm -hmm. heal up the wound um and then he sees him begin to shape and mold the rib into a shape like himself, but so fair that all the rest of creation seems dull by comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, either that, or Adam speculates that God filled this new creature with all the wonders of creation, uh, put, like put them all into one being. So it's either it's either it's uh, it's either Eve is so beautiful that the rest of creation seems dull, or Eve is a like, amalgamation of all good things in in creation.
2: Yeah, I see how that could be, right? Mm. So lovely fair that what seemed fair in all the world seemed now mean, or, Mm -hmm. that darn or, in her summed up.
0: Exactly, right,
2: yeah. Mm. Milton Milton loves that or.
0: (laughs) He is a toad, he's like a toad, tree of knowledge, (laughs) tree of life, companion deer, or just another... (laughs) <laughs> Lieutenant, uh, you know, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, right.
0: Uh, but yeah, so like, as soon as God is finishing uh, uh, creating Eve, she disappears, and Adam wakes, and she's not there. And immediately, Adam feels this loss, like deep in his mm-hmm. heart, and he and he gets up and he goes to look for her, and he's searching, and again, like I think it's implied that he's like searching like all day. Um, Mm -hmm. and just when he's about to give up, he sees her off in the distance being led to him by God, like a, like a father walking the bride, uh, you know, down the aisle. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and he cries aloud thanking God and, and says that, um, she shall be called woman for she was made from man, flesh of his flesh. And he says that she is the reason man will leave his father and mother and stay with his wife and they will be united body, heart, and soul. And Adam says that Eve was shy Uh, And at first, like, she turns away from Adam, but, like, he he wins her over with his sweet words, and and together they they go off to their home, where I'm pretty sure it's implied that they make love. Um, Mm -hmm. Milton doesn't say that um, as explicitly as in the previous book, but, like, all of nature sort of, like, reacts and rejoices. Um, Like, Mm -hmm. both the earth and the sky seem to be, like celebrating this first uh, union. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so so Adam finishes his story by telling Raphael that nothing else in all of creation makes him feel the way that Eve makes him feel. Um, when he is with her, he is weak, he is powerless, and it makes him wonder at the fact that she can seem inferior and seem less like God than him, and yet when he is with her, when he is near her, he gets the feeling that she is closer to god than he is mm-hmm. like she is the most complete she is the wisest the most virtuous right quote all higher knowledge in her presence falls degraded um as one intended first not after made so she has this aura about her this grace this wisdom this compassion that whenever they're together it makes adam wonder if maybe like he's the rib in this situation in this equation
2: mm-hmm. right yeah, we talked about previously that like the implication is that God is making things, everything He's creating becomes more perfect. Like it's an order. Like a right, creation a pres- is a crescendo, yes, right? Right. So Eve being the last thing He creates is more perfect than Adam, and that yeah. that seems to be backed up by by this part. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, and I don't know how to feel about what Raphael says in reply.
1: Mm-hmm, um, right.
0: Because Raphael actually like admonishes him for this, right? He Mm -hmm. says, no, don't think like that. And I can't tell if, you know, Milton slash Raphael is saying like, don't think of her as an equal, right? Right. Or is he saying, like, don't worship her like God?
2: That's what I think, again, with that theology that I was talking about, where the the basic part of the apocalyptic nature of Christianity is that everything here is the practice rehearsal for the next life. And Mm. so to love your wife, to love your mother, to love your children is great, but is subservient to the love of the Lord and Mm. the next life. Yeah, so it, that's how I take that part of it. Yeah. Okay, because it is pretty shocking when, yeah, he says this beautiful stuff, and then Raphael's like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh,
0: uh, uh." Yeah, yeah, and okay. and if if I'm mm-hmm. correct, uh, you know, Professor John Rogers says that this part of this book is Milton's sexism shining through. Um, mm-hmm. But and I wanted to get your opinion about that. I'm reading it more as like, "Thou shalt have no other gods before me," rather than, you know woman is
2: inferior to man oh that's interesting uh yeah that he's so you think he's literally like worshiping, worshiping eve like a god
0: well maybe or maybe.
2: that's what raphael is worried about
0: yeah raphael is like is like i ah, like like it's, it's really really mm-hmm. nice that you like her
2: you know but don't <laughs> right
0: you know don't don't go too far right
2: yeah, what what I'm recalling more is not Old Testament but New Testament of the son Jesus is there to create a war between father and son and mm. um, daughter-in-law and mother and to you All know right. separate people on earth from their relationships that are going to keep them out of heaven. All
0: right. Which I mean like even, you know, like even that, which mm-hmm. I don't which I don't necessarily like. I <laughs> I prefer to the sexism. <laughs>
2: You know. Yeah, Jesus says it in both sexes. That that's that that's the point. Is, is mm-hmm. he, he mentions it specifically in gendered terms of mm-hmm. separating man from from separating males from females, separating um, females from females, males from males. He uses examples of all right. stripes and genders. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But again, folks, Milton is dead, and we can read this <laughs> any way we want. So yeah, I'm and after
2: this tree business, yeah, thank ge- God he's dead. Freaking cheese. <laughs> with Dante, I was like, oh Dante, that's kind of funny what you're yeah, doing, right? But yeah, right. with this this tree thing makes me actually angry. At Dante. Remember
0: Dante, folks. Remember remember <laughs> the fun we had with Dante.
2: Self insert, yeah, yeah, King Dante, yeah, and how great he is, and
0: yeah, I wanted to I wanted to like like point that out. Like mm-hmm. we had we had the Testament of Solomon. Where mm-hmm. you know Solomon definitely wrote it, and he's a character, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. And then we had Dante's Inferno, and you know Dante's writing it, and Dante's a character. This is the first one of those where, like, Milton is not a character in here, mm-hmm. right? right? Like, and I mean, like, I mean, he he kind of is because he's Raphael and he's God, but and he's, he's also Satan, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But like, he's you don't have like a like a seventeenth a century guy like walking around, mm-hmm. you know, in in like. Like, hell like right outside Pandemonium mm-hmm. or, or like in Eden or something like that right <laughs>
2: Even um, even Robbie Doe in his uh, fan fiction mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. like he, he created these this devil who was like Robbie's going to want chocolate milk yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would give Robbie chocolate milk. <laughs> yeah. So yeah so this
0: one's unique folks. Um, and again, right like since he's not here like we can we can mm-hmm. interpret this any way I, we want. And so I'm gonna have it be that Raphael is saying, look, she's your equal. Neither mm-hmm. of you should be worshiping the other. Okay, yeah. I like that. Yeah, um, but it seems like Raphael is specifically talking about Eve's beauty. Mm-hmm. Like, like he's saying, don't become so infatuated with a pretty face that you lose sight of yourself or God. Uh-huh. Right? Okay. And, and actually, Adam corrects him Right? He says he's not talking about Eve's beauty or about <laughs> making love. He, he admits that those are wonderful and amazing, but mm-hmm. he clarifies that what he's truly in awe of is her words and her actions and the feeling mm-hmm. of completeness he has when he is with her. So he mm-hmm. loves Eve's heart. He loves her mind, and he is in awe of her wisdom and her sweetness. Um, that's how I'm reading that, and I like how he actually corrects Raphael about that. Like, he's so, mm-hmm. like like in awe of Raphael, like he's seeing, you know, like God's messenger here, right? And he's, Mm -hmm. you know, he's, he's, he's like finding ways to, to keep him there so he can keep talking to him. But at this point, when Raphael says something wrong about Eve, that's when Adam speaks up and he like corrects Raphael. And I really, really like that, right? It's like no, 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 no. It's not just her beauty, right? Like she's she's smart. She's um, you know, like kind. She's you know, and I really like. I'm choosing to read it that way.
2: Okay, right? Yeah. (laughs) Well, Um, I will allow you to do that. Yes, I'll just move on then from.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so, okay, so then this leads uh, Adam to ask about angel love and (laughs) angel sex. Let me say that again where do this this leads Milton to ask about angel love and angel sex. Where do angel babies come from? yeah right this is this is exactly it, right like where do where do widow angel babies come from <laughs>
2: Right. Yeah, Raphael's like it's okay to punch little angel babies in the face <laughs> and assume that they are demons. Yeah, if you that's see a, new a little rule angel baby, yeah, we just
0: came up with <laughs> until right, that's they not in the out new handbook. A... Yeah, right. <laughs> it's in a little PDF that we got that we got to, we just got to keep with our handbook until the new book is published, <laughs> or until they they think of another disguise. <laughs> <laughs> Which is gonna be very soon. You know. mm-hmm. um, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so but like no 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 Adam Adam is actually curious about this, right? Like he's he's like, um, you know, like like do angels express love for each other? Do they make love? And and how do right. they do it without bodies? Do they like mix their light together, right? It's like like do they make bodies so that they can mm-hmm. like have physical touch, right?
2: Yeah, Adam is curious. You said Adam is sky curious, I would say.
0: There you go, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And all the, the fallen angels are, are um pandasexual. <laughs> not to be confused with panda sexual. <laughs> right. Which is what the pandas are at this time.
2: They're barely pandasexual, you know. They they <laughs> they're not pandasexual enough, which is sad. <laughs>
0: oh, oh. Oh okay, now I get it. Okay. I thought I thought you were making a a pun on barely.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm making a pun about how sad it is that they're going to all die off because they don't—they're not amorous enough.
0: <laughs> but, but okay, I'm going to edit all of this out. All right. And it's going to be like you made a a triple layered <laughs> panda joke.
2: Hey man, that I was that it. was brilliant.
0: <laughs> I prom like I'm I'm putting a reminder on my phone right now. Great to to edit this part out. <laughs> Because that was that, like they're barely pandisexual.
2: Great, I'll take it. <laughs>
0: okay, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, so so he like like he's 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 like genuinely curious about like how mm-hmm. angels, you know, uh, love. Um, right. And Raphael actually like blushes,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Like like he actually like he gets like like red in the face, mm-hmm. um, and and he says, look all you need to know is is that we're happy and there is no happiness without love. You, you could have stopped at that first sentence. Actually, Raphael. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it, you know, all you need to know is that we're happy. There's no happiness without love. Whatever, and he <laughs> all you need to know, but I'm going to continue. And he says, whatever pleasure you can have with your body, we enjoy to the
2: highest degree. Oh, geez. <laughs> Here, oh, my. <laughs> because,
0: George k <Takei>, Oh. <laughs> You know what? I, okay, no, no, no. I I decided this uh uh-huh. Okay. Right. So David Bowie as Satan.
2: Yes. Right? Yes.
0: Um Sean Aston as Abdio. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: Right. Uh, Matt Damon as Michael. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. George Takei mm-hmm. as himself. <laughs> he's just there. <laughs> right. Right? This is this is, you know, like those like he's he's so famous, mm-hmm. right? That like movies will just have him. It's like I'm George. Take- I'm playing George Decay, right? Right. Yes. So that that is what he is. He's and and like now we have to go back. We have to. I have to like delete all of those episodes from the feed, and I have to. We have to go and record them again. Where like God is, you know, looking at the blueprints of the universe, and he just turns and he's like, "Well, what do you think, George Decay?" <laughs> and he invariably says,
2: "Oh my, oh, my. right, <laughs> right." Well, but I think you
0: should call this one
2: Greenland. <laughs> George Decay, you scamp. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, if, if Raphael is trying to get him to ask fewer questions about <laughs> angels love, telling telling him that everything you experience in your body is they experience to the nth degree does not yeah. make me want to ask your no. questions no 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 <laughs> and
0: he's like he's like like we're not burdened with you know clumsy bodies or awkward mm-hmm. emotions that you guys got to do right like like it's but just believe me it's it's freaking awesome it's like you know.
2: <laughs> well all right i guess i yeah. have no further questions <laughs> <laughs> But Adam's like, well, I did just have a rib removed. Does that help me with anything that I might try to do (laughs) (laughs) with the limitations of my own body?
0: And Raphael leans in. He's like, remember when I was talking about forbidden knowledge? (laughs) This is the kind of stuff that you don't need to
2: know. Jeez. All right. Sorry I asked. (laughs) Yeah, right?
0: Yeah, but then like like Raphael looks up and he's like, "Oh, look at the time! The sun is <laughs> finally setting. I gotta go."
2: <laughs> but but the sun doesn't set until he leaves. Right? What Isn't until who right? leaves? Until Raphael leaves. Uriel can't can't set the sun until Raphael leaves.
0: No, no. Uriel no? is the one in the sun.
2: Right, 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 right. But so wait, 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 wait. I thought that Uriel had orders to not let the sun set until Raphael.
0: No, left. I was joking about that.
2: Oh, I think I think. <laughs> or maybe Everything no wait, you maybe, tell maybe I me, wasn't think is just canon. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> no like no I, I I think I'm picking that up from a a thing that Adam said in the last mm-hmm. episode where he's like um you know the sun hasn't moved it's almost like it's it's you know frozen in place. Right. You know until you're done and and <laughs> we're like we've been conditioned by movies to like mm-hmm. when someone says it's almost like someone's watching us <laughs> then someone is watching you, right? <laughs> So so when Adam says, it's almost like time has stopped until mm-hmm. you're finished speaking, we just assumed it's like, oh, yeah, like probably Uriel was given orders to not set until,
2: you know. Well, I like that. That's what I prefer. So yeah, I think I'm going to say that's still going on, yes.
0: Right. Which, But actually, that makes it even funnier when <laughs> – like, as soon as they start talking about angel sex, Uriel is right. leaving as fast as he can. <laughs>
2: well, look at the time. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and that's also Raph's cue to, like, you know, get out of there. Um, right. You know, it, yeah. It, so he... <laughs> 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 so Raphael gets up, um, and before he leaves, he mm. warns Adam one more time to Mm -hmm. stay true to God and not to give into temptation. And Adam thanks him and says he will never forget this conversation. Mm -hmm. And then Raphael flies back up to heaven. And that is the end of this book. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, so what did we think of this one?
2: Well, I did get angrier than I have in a long time with this (laughs) tree business. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this one, this like, like the other one barely had characters, right? Uh Uh-huh. Sure. you know, it was the creation of the world. This one is, you know, it, it, at least it's got, like, Adam and Raphael and a little bit of Eve talking.
2: Um, and that's it. Yeah, I know you like the Satan stuff, and that's why we're doing it. But I, I am interested mm-hmm. in how Milton is, is showing the nature of humans. I guess he's, you know, mm. I, I'm guess i a human, so I guess it's why I yeah. care about those things. And, yeah, how they would have thought about my peoples back then. Right, right. So, yeah. so I, I like the Adam and Eve stuff. I think it's interesting. Okay,
0: yeah. Yeah, I guess I I, I should be more interested in that. I should, (laughs) you know, represent. um,
2: Yeah. Yeah, these are your people, man. Yeah. This is your culture. This is where you came from. You got to be proud.
0: It's not what this costume I'm wearing says.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's a a devil costume, guys. I recorded Mm in my devil costume. Just saying. That's right
0: yeah um, <laughs> but yeah so so um, for me, I am glad we are done with the Raphael books, um okay. Yeah, this was this was, was was tough for me, right? Like after after examining them closely though, I, I can appreciate them more, right? Mm-hmm. It's definitely an, an interesting glimpse into Milton's theology. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, like you noted, Keenan, it's like I'm excited to get back to some action, get back to our boy Satan in this show about the history
2: of the devil, you know. <laughs> He's around here somewhere, I, I presume. But Oh
0: yeah. He's still in
2: Eden, right? <laughs> He's been wandering we'll around this whole time. Slinking around, yeah. We'll see yeah. him.
0: Yeah, we will. Right. Um, so yeah, so that is all of my notes. Keenan, is there anything else? Uh,
2: no, I think we got it.
0: All right, folks, this has been another excellent Exorcist Minute. I've been Lester Ryan Clark. You can reach me on all the socials as Lester Ryan Clark.
2: And I've been Keenan Diaz, and you can find me on Instagram and Letterbox at Keenan.
0: Yeah, we got our listener group, Compelling Conversations. Go check that out and request to join, and we'll let you in here with us. Thank you so much to everyone who has uh, shared the show by word of mouth or on social media, and a big thank you to everyone who has given us a five-star ratings on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to our show. We really appreciate appreciate that it's going to help our little podcast grow and find more cool people like
2: you mm-hmm.
0: okay keenan are you thinking what i'm thinking
2: i think i am lester folks until next time the, the power of the tree, tree of, light of knowledge of good and evil compels
0: you, you. wait, wait uh, okay okay hang on hang on um okay so keenan mm-hmm. are you thinking what i'm thinking i
2: think i am lester
0: all right let's let's try again um folks until next time the, the power, power of, of the tree, tree of knowledge of, of good and evil you. compels you. <sighs> could could, okay. we,
2: could we could we could we consult off uh Mike for a second? Uh yes, yes.
0: Okay, all right. All right, right. I think I, okay. I think we got it. All right, okay. here we go, uh-huh. here we go. Mm-hmm. All right. And on the third day, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Keenan, mm-hmm. are you thinking what I'm thinking?
2: I think I am, Lester.
0: Folks, until next time.
2: The, the power, power of Trees compels you. Oh, thank God. Oh, Jesus. I'm sweating bullets. I'm drenched here. <laughs>
0: is there an end of the knowledge of good and evil?
2: Yeah, he can keep track of this, horse.
0: Yeah. But yeah. Seems like Milton needs some ends.
2: <laughs> yes, that's how this felt. That's how this whole episode felt. Is I marry your Pippin, and we're in that ent's hand, <laughs> and we're like, "Are you sure this is right?" And the end is like, "Trust." All right, you're the (laughs) end. Yep. Trees. (laughs) Yeah, fuck you, trees. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We said fuck you to everything else and everyone else.
0: What do you think of like like why did it become an apple when it was like you know I'm I'm sure in the early mm-hmm. tellings it was like something indigenous to the the tellers like
2: like people are speculating like a, a pomegranate, pomegranate. Like what yeah I don't know apple I guess it, I guess we just when it got Anglicanized we or, just made it like yeah. the most common fruit that we could I guess so it wasn't as you know yeah. fancy as a pomegranate because we hadn't. Heard of pomegranates in a lot of places, I guess. Have you ever tried to like eat a pomegranate? Yes, but it, it takes a long
0: time. <laughs> it takes a really long time. The seeds get everywhere. It's really difficult. Right. Like, can you imagine if it, if it, like, you know, like the pomegranate tree of the knowledge of good and evil
1: like,
2: yeah.
0: like Adam and God and all the angels would have time to like run to Eve and be like wait wait you know
2: or the serpent is trying to convince her she's like really this 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 is kind of a mess uh, yeah this is no, trust, like, trust and, me trust me yeah
0: she's like do you lisp like that because, because of your tongue and he's like it's, it's like you're, you're, you're making generalizations about snakes Shouldn't be doing that. Yes. Yeah, Sorry, shouldn't I didn't that. know that was evil. I don't have that knowledge. Because I'm trying to open this fucking pomegranate. Like, and, and then, like, if it, because it's going to get on your hands before oh, yeah. it gets, mm-hmm. like, anywhere near your mouth, right? Like, yeah. it's going to get all over your hands. It, like, what happens then? Like, are her hands fallen? But,
2: like, she's not? Oh, her hands are really smart first, I would say. Right. <laughs> Her hands are aware. Her hands are aware. They know that, their nakedness. That,
0: yes. <laughs> and she's like, like, I, I I figured it out just in time. And, and she she walks back from the tree like she's still naked, but she's wearing gloves.
2: <laughs> it's like, thank God I only lost this much. Right. Right. Eve, why are you wearing those two skunks on your hands? <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you my husband <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> come this way, <laughs> and then cut it's like, so did you guys eat did you guys did you guys like touch the the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, mm-hmm. and then just cut to adam and Eve and they're they they got like skunk boots skunk <laughs> gloves skunk hats, and they're like, no <laughs> Because you're like partially wearing clothes, but not (laughs) actually. (laughs)